Welcome to Real Money Talks. Real strategies from the money makers and the world changers that you can use to make millions, keep those millions, multiply your wealth, and build your team. Here's your host, author of five New York Times bestsellers, money expert on Dr. Phil, CNN, CNBC, The Street TV, Fox News, and The View, Laurel Langmire. Hey, this is Laurel. Welcome back to Laurel's Real Money Talks, a podcast about making millionaires. How do you make money as a business owner? How do you keep it? How do you invest it? How do you do it with the team to become a millionaire? So it is so important. All of this integration of that conversation comes together. So I bring folks that are brilliant to the podcast to add to the conversation in one of those sectors. So we're going to go team. We're going to go make money and uh, just have a great conversation. So Seven Spencer's with us and uh, he is really known, like if you really researched him for being just a genius in the SEO space. So let's talk about that and kind of catch us up. And we really haven't talked since this whole pandemic happened. And uh, I understand you're onto a spiritual journey and I cannot wait to share with our audience about that. Sure. So uh, SEO changes constantly as you might imagine, because, uh, you know, Google evolves their algorithms and uh, so I've been in the space for decades, since the 90s, and I've seen a lot of uh, techniques, a lot of companies come and go. And what is tried and true, I find, is writing quality content that's worth sharing, doing stuff that is above board that you're more than happy to disclose to a Google employee, and uh building your authority, adding value and uh, revealing light in everything you do and kind of getting the business karma paying you back, you know? So uh, that's what's tried and true. You have great content. You've figured out what your audience is interested in and you're writing to those topics and to those keywords, not just, um, you know, writing for your, your, your own amusement but you're also not writing just for search engines. That's a danger that uh, some people fall into that trap. So uh, you're writing for humans, but you're writing in a way that the search engines will um, be clear on what your keyword focus or, or theme is. Um, I think it's interesting to see how AI yep. is taking uh, a large- Just gonna ask you, it's gonna take uh, you in that direction. Yeah, so, so if you think about uh, how Google has evolved to incorporate different aspects of machine learning and, and general artificial intelligence into their algorithms. They've acquired a company called DeepMind, which was a key player in that space. Uh, they've uh, come up with all sorts of um, really cool algorithms that are AI or machine learning based like BERT. And yeah, it's just, it's a, it's a fun space to watch. But also, if you're going to participate in that space, you're going to try and rank highly in Google, do bear in mind that you need to have some sort of um, AI on your side as well, right? The only way to outsmart an AI is another AI. Yeah. If you're not using tools that have that kind of capability, you know, I, I remember Peter Diamandis saying this uh, a couple of years back, they're going to be two kinds of companies that exist at the end of this decade, companies that are using AI at their core and companies that are out of business. Mm, that's good. So I just want to go back to one thing because you said, write, right? So write what your audience, where would you advise, where's the best place to post? Obviously podcasts, um, which are, you know, for the most part, more 
audio or video, but where would you write to? Just to kind of let our audience know, where where should they be posting? Where's yeah. getting the most traction? What what should they be doing? Well, if you if you if you're posting to social media, that's a different thing. That's not writing content for uh, consumption on your own website, and that isn't going to really help you that much with your SEO. Now, if there's any links that point from your social presence to your website doesn't count as far as Google's concerned. It's a no-followed link. It it gets neutered. It's not uh, it's not passing any link equity. So if you're looking for a place to write, don't write on somebody else's um, platform. Write on your platform first, right? So don't build on rented land. Mm-hmm. So medium.com, uh, Facebook, et cetera. These are not your platforms. You could get kicked off at any time. You could violate some obscure term of service and you're gone. And there goes all of that history and yeah. all that reputation you built up. So be careful about uh, building on rented land. Now, if you're, um, you, you mentioned podcasting, if you're podcasting, you're creating video content, the best way to leverage that is to turn that into long form blog content. So if you look at my two podcast shows, which are Get Yourself Optimized and Marketing Speak, mm-hmm. and you've been a guest. Uh, so if you look at any of those episode pages, you will see an entire transcript that was turned into a long form blog post full of um, images from, from stock photo sites, ro- royalty-free stock photo sites like pexels.com and Unsplash. And there's captions underneath, there are pull quotes, there are click to tweets. Uh, anytime a book is mentioned, the book cover is displayed and it links to Amazon with our affiliate uh, code in it. So that is uh, just, I think, table stakes these days. If you're just posting a very short outline type of podcast show notes page, that's thin content. That's not going to impress Google. Yeah. That's good. I like that. Because our time together is short, I want to switch gears. So last January, you said you had kind of a transformation. What happened? Well, uh, so my podcast, Get Yourself Optimized, is a personal development podcast. I'm very into personal development. And uh, it all started really in, oh, uh, 2009, going to my first Tony Robbins event. And here's a photo of me back in 2007, if you can believe that. Wow. A bit of a transformation. Yes. So uh, if you ever saw the movie, Benjamin Button, I was inspired by that. (laughs) Uh, So, so here's what, what happened. I walked on the 2000 degree hot coals and I realized like, if I can do this, I can do anything. And so I just went on this personal development journey. Well, in 2012, I had my first spiritual awakening because I was agnostic up into age 42 and I got touched on the head by a monk. This was in India on a Tony Robbins platinum partner trip. It's a, it's called a Diksha. It's a oneness blessing. And I got zapped and it was <laughs> amazing. It was like what a happened? psychedelic trip. I I've never done drugs, but everything was in technicolor, like a cartoon. It was incredible. And I felt this deep sense of connection to the creator, to the fabric of creation, to all that is. And my life was changed forever. Well, fast forward another 
seven, eight years to last January. And I- Well, after you say somewhere in there, you met your beautiful wife and had a beautiful child, so- Yes, yes. Well, that also I have to give some credit to Tony Robbins for and, and uh, the creator too, for, for all these synchronicities. I met uh, Orion at a Date with Destiny, Tony Robbins event. <laughs> I didn't know At the very that. end. And we were introduced by a mutual friend, a platinum partner. Uh, and within five minutes, I knew she was my soulmate. And the way I knew is because she hadn't gotten the oneness blessing, the Diksha, that night, but most of the audience had, and I had learned a couple months earlier how to give Dikshas, not just receiving that one that uh, opened me, awakened me. And I offered to give her one. And this is right after we met. And as I was, um, you know, had my hands on her head and, and like divine grace is flowing through me to her, the more you want the, the grace to flow, the more that does. And I prayed for her like she was my soulmate. And I knew, I knew within five minutes of meeting her. So I had uh, gotten a ring and everything. I proposed to her nine days after we met in a hot air balloon above the Las Vegas desert. And, uh, and she said, no, <laughs> she said, not yet. And uh, that was a very awkward and a tear filled uh, yeah. descent back to earth. But <laughs> It was, uh, yeah, 20 minutes of agony. Um, but I'll tell you, it was, it really brought us even closer together. And I reproposed to her nine months after at the very waterfall at the JW Marriott resort where we had met this waterfall that where she had prayed for me to show up 48 hours prior to us meeting. So, uh, she said yes, that time. And yeah, we have a two-year-old. He's amazing. Uh, what a gift. What an, uh, yeah, it's just an uh, incredible blessing. He's very wise. He's my teacher. And uh, aren't they all? Huh? Yeah, it's, 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 yeah, I'm, I'm very blessed. So, what happened last January it sounds out there, pretty out there, because um, what I prayed for was a job. And that might sound a little out there because I'm a successful for me? entrepreneur. Yeah, from you and I, yeah, that's would be. I would think yeah. you're unemployable because you're so good. Well, not not by God. I, I'm happy to take a job given to me by God. So, what happened was I was inspired by a previous guest on my podcast, a, a woman, a fantastic um, psychic medium. Her name is Sheila Gillette. She's pretty mm -hmm. famous. She channels 12 archangels and she is the real deal. She is like, no doubt. Interesting. I mean, uh, you have to introduce me to her. Yeah. Yeah. Right. She's yeah. really cool. She actually got Esther Hicks started. So oh, wow. it's her and the angels that uh, channel through her uh, that got her started. And of course, Esther Hicks, Hay House author and uh, yeah. um, channels the, um, the beings, uh, Abraham. And uh, I've, I've been yeah. a fan of Abraham for um, since like 2013, Orion actually, uh, turned me on to, uh, to them anyways. So I decided after watching a video about, uh, about her near death experience in 1969, this is Sheila Gillette. I was just amazed about what she had prayed for was please God, let me stay on the planet. Let me raise my kids. Just give me a job. I'll do anything. And then Jesus showed up at the base of her bed, smiling, uh, beautiful, uh, warm energy flowing into her crown chakra. And she was uh, miraculously instantly healed. She was not going to make it 
she had a pulmonary embolism. They had, you know, performed last rites on her and stuff, I believe. So she was, yeah, the, the doctors were flabbergasted. And then she started having psychic abilities, automatic writing, and then she started being able to channel. And so she's been channeling Theo, these uh, 12 archangels, that's the name they go by uh, collectively for decades since the seventies. And, uh, yeah. So one, one night, a couple months later, I decide I'm going to pray for a job and, uh, the veils were thinned. I was able to see the matrix and I was able to get a real sense for what this life is about. And mm. I was, uh, just so, so, what, so share, uh, well, this is a simulation of sorts but not the kind that Elon Musk uh, thinks it is where it's like advanced humans uh, and we're in a video game. No, but <laughs> when you have uh, things show up that defy all odds, mm. these are not random occurrences. They're, actually, there's nothing random. And so things that would start happening for me uh, just shortly after this, this awakening in, in January. Where were you? Where were you in January when you had it? I was in Israel. I was in Israel. And that was actually, I think, uh, part of, of the unlocking of this, uh, um, this new level for me, to use a video game analogy, because I was really immersed in the energy of the Holy Land. I'd been to some of the uh, sites of, you know, famous rabbis and I, I'm not Jewish, but I got a huge dose of of spiritual energy from being there and uh, we were in tel aviv but we would go visit jerusalem we'd visit Sfat, um, and and uh, yeah it was just incredible and i on that night that i prayed and orion was uh, asleep so she did not know what was going on. i didn't want to wake her because um that that that's not kind <laughs> she doesn't sleep well as it is with uh you know our little one uh waking her up in the middle of the night so i was just over the moon not knowing what uh to do next because everything had been revealed to me well not everything but like a lot had i had just gotten a download like in the matrix movie and i'm like wow i'm gonna sound like a nut i'm gonna sound like a nut if i uh, start uh, talking without calibrating, it's just not going to go well. <laughs> so I swipe, I pulled up my phone, I swiped down to do a search, and I'd already started thinking, like, I should hire Eliyahu Gian as my coach. Maybe, maybe he's the person I should be. He was my first Kabbalah teacher. And what are the odds that the picture that shows up before I start even typing anything, I just swipe down on my phone is his picture. So I'm like, okay, got it. All right. And then all sorts of other stuff started happening uh, within days. Like first time in my life, I ever heard the word I'm reading in uh, a book or online coming through auditorially. Uh, like in this case, it was a podcast episode I was listening to in the background at the exact moment that I'm reading the word and it wasn't a common word. And then it happened again, five minutes later, like what it hasn't happened in 50 years of me being on this planet. And now it happened twice in five minutes. Okay. Here's something for me to do. It's not just a hello from the other side of the veil. Right. So all these sorts of things that just, uh, it's been, uh, 
it's been a whirlwind of guidance, getting angel numbers that just keep, you know, these repeating numbers that just keep uh, showing up many times in a day. Like, what are the odds? And like, I'll, I'll swipe down on my phone and I haven't been looked uh, on my phone for hours and it's 1111. And then I look somewhere else and I look at my, uh, you know, financial portfolio or something. I see a 1111 and I'm like, okay, got it. You know, it's like three or four times in the day. And then I'll, I started receiving. What do you do? Guidance. Yeah. So then what do you do with that? When that, when it comes to you, like help, help those who are listening that yeah. haven't had an awakening number one, like just what happens and what that experienced and what do you do with the information that's now in front of you? Well, what I would suggest first of all is to ask for without a doubt sign. If you believe in a higher power, if you believe that there's more to this universe than just what meets the eye. Yep. Then ask for a sign, a without a doubt sign. Uh, Karen Noe is a famous uh, psychic, and uh, she was on my podcast on Get Yourself Optimized, and she talks about without a doubt signs. And like and uh, here's here's an example from uh, a staff member of mine. So she knows uh, all about the without a doubt signs and everything because. Um, She's been working for me for uh, several months already mm -hmm. by that time. And her mother had passed. She was in the car by herself, but she decides to have a conversation with her mom. And she's like, mom, if you actually are listening to me, I need a sign. I need a without a doubt sign. Within five seconds, she turns uh, the corner and right there in the middle of the road is an owl staring her down in the middle of the road, blocking her path. So she stops the car and she just stares that owl down for 10 minutes. She sh showed me a video of it. I'm like, wow, that is awesome. Like that <laughs> sort of stuff is, that's a without a doubt sign. When, when an animal acts very strange, you've probably seen Facebook videos or YouTube videos where there's like a cardinal and the mother says to the daughter, you know, if, uh, I'll, I'll let you know I made it to the other side. I'll, I'll yeah, I'll send you a sign like a cardinal or something. And then there's this cardinal lands on this lady's uh, um, arm and she's just looking at it for uh, uh, minutes. And then she says, okay, it's time to go. There you go, you go. And then it comes and flies on, flies back, lands right on her shoulder. I don't know if you've seen that video. Uh, it's like- That's awesome. It's magic. It is absolute magic. So if, if you want to- get some reassurance that you're not alone and that there's something beyond death, that death isn't to be feared uh, because it's just a doorway we've been through many times, then ask for a sign, a without a doubt sign, and uh, you'll, you'll likely get it. An, an, another way you could do it is to ask for a bunch of angel numbers. Mm -hmm. There are books that allow you to decode what the meanings are. It's not just a hello, like, oh, I keep getting one, 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 one all the time. What does that mean? What are they trying to convey to me? There is uh, a book by Doreen Virtue called Angel Numbers 101. There's a book uh, by Kyle Gray called Angel Numbers. And you could just Google the, like if you keep getting 333, just type into Google 333 angel number meaning or 333 meaning or angel number 333, something like that. And whatever you, you just kind of gravitate to, if it's a Google image result, if it's a, a featured snippet, or it's just the first organic result, 
that's probably the thing that you're meant to go to. Just follow your intuition because intuition is divinely guided. It, it is the whispers of your unseen support team, your higher self, your, your guardian angels, your uh, guides, the ascended masters, they're whispering into your consciousness. Mm -hmm. uh, you do have to be discerning because uh, I've, I've learned some painful lessons where I wasn't discerning and took some advice of, of uh, not actual guides, <laughs> but tricksters. Uh, so you do have to have discernment, but it's pretty amazing. And if you would have told me this stuff, even just like a year and a half ago, I would say, no, that's Crazy. not really me. That's not me, you know, but I'll, I'll tell you, if you, if you want to get blown away by something that just seems like this can't be real, like that, that couldn't have happened. Listen to my interview of Mark Nelson mm. from uh, June or July. It was July of 2020. He was one of the first psychics I had on my podcast. I had Paul Selig on. Uh, he's, he's a famous uh, psychic. But uh, Mark Nelson, he was selected by Fox, uh, the TV show, um, Most Gifted, I think it was the name of it, or mm. the Gifted, something like that. Out of 700 psychics, 10 or 12 made it onto the show, and then he won. Oh, that's cool. They threw all the stuff at him that he, he, it was amazing what he was able to, to do if you watch clips of the show. Anyways, I had him on the, my podcast, and he saved my family member's life while I was interviewing him. Interesting. Like, how can that even happen? So this was before I was even at all interested in psychics i would never have gone to a psychic reading like none of that i just i had no interest in it i was you know happy with studying kabbalah and um i don't know i just it, it, it didn't seem like a thing for me and then that happened so out of an entire three-week time period i was super busy getting ready to move to florida i made room to fit this guy in who I just happened to meet in a zoom breakout room on another mastermind that I'm in called metal. Awesome. And he saved her life. She was having a stroke and didn't believe it. And then when Orion slipped a piece of paper to me in the middle of the interview to ask him what was happening and he nailed it. And she did finally go to the hospital after much convincing saved her life. And she wouldn't have gone. We wouldn't have pushed that hard if we weren't absolutely certain that it was a stroke and all that happened because of that interview. Interesting. So that opened the door for me. Yeah. So tell me as you see the signs and you're, I'm going to say really like way more aware. I mean, you're very in tune. What's words, what's it led you to like, since this happened in January, fast forward, we're a year later. What's it led you to? What decisions have you made that would have been different? So speak to that before we wrap up our interview. Oh my goodness. Everything is different. Every decision I make, I, I listen for guidance. And things that seem on the surface, like good advice, like for example, take out an EIDL loan, E-I-D-L, uh, loan from the SBA, incredible interest rate, and you can pay back over many years and da 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 I got to know, I got to know. And, and then I probed because I really wanted it because it was such a good deal and I could get so much money and whatever. Right. Yep. 
and so I, I kept um, kept asking, confirming, getting confirmation. <laughs> like I really want it. Like no stuff, and this is not for you. And then I asked. It, it just an, in, an intuition came to me that I'll likely get audited, won't I? Mm. And I got a yes. So I don't want an audit. I mean, I, I, I want to be squeaky clean in case I do get audited. And I've made that clear to my bookkeeper and my accountant. But I'd prefer not having that kind of scrutiny. <laughs> and that's what I'd be in for. Because when you are in the this side of the veil, time is very real to you, but it actually is an illusion. So time exists so that we can experience the law of cause and effect, karma. Think of it more like it's a circle and we're on this circle on, in the periphery of it, you know, kind of like a train track. And in the middle is everyone else, all our loved ones who are back on the other side of the veil home, right? And, and they're watching and they could see the probable futures. They could see a past. They could see where you're at in the present moment. They're in the eternal now. And they could see, oh, this is going to lead to some no bueno stuff. Uh, you know, let's give them a opportunity to avoid that. And yeah, you got to listen. I mean, you don't have to, but it'll be painful if you don't. Like you go against your intuition and you get slapped. It, it's not fun. So yeah, it makes sense, right? If you, if you can see the probable futures from that vantage point and yeah, and and the asking it's given, right? So you're a fellow Hay House author with Esther yeah. Hicks, and and uh, I think that's the title of one of her books is "Ask and It Is Given." Yep. Right. So you just yep. have to ask. If you don't ask, then they will intervene if your life's at uh, at Be risk, yeah. and you're not meant to go at that time. But otherwise, they're just sitting back saying, "Gosh, I wish he'd say something or ask something or like, <laughs> you know, raise his hand or something." Right. So they, they, they believe very, uh, it's very important to, to not interfere with free will, but if you ask for the help, you will get it. Yeah. It's amazing. I'm actually going to end on that. That's like, it, well, actually I don't have to ask a question. So why do you think so few people ask? Like I, yeah, you know, I wrote yes energy. I mean, I'm, con I'm in a constant question of, uh, openness to that. Why do you think that most people don't ask? They don't. I mean, I think not afraid I'm of the. I'm talking every level. They just yeah. don't. They won't even ask for help if their car broke down. I mean, it, I mean, very material, like simple things. Is they just won't ask for help. When I say they, people in general. Yeah, I think it's about. I think it's fear of success. Are you familiar with this Marianne Williamson quote? Which um, one? I'll, I'll, I'll tell you here. It's our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens yeah. us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. You're playing small does not serve the world. Is, there's nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. And she goes on. It's beautiful. Oh, I, know. I, I love, love that it. quote. I love it. I do too. I have it on And my I think wall. it ties in with that. I, I, I do believe that uh, if we ask and we get an answer that we don't really want because it asks us to um, step outside our comfort zone, like you ask the question, like, is it 
uh, will it bring about a most benevolent outcome for me to pull over and help this stranded motorist? And it's like, yes, <laughs> like, I really didn't want that answer. Uh, well, you can make a choice, but I think more information is better than less. Uh, if it helps you to be a better um, soul, right? It's important to remember you are not a, uh, a human who has a soul. You are a soul inhabiting a human body. And uh, yeah, so that's what I feel is, is stopping people is that fear of, of being a light in the world and how it's going to call them to greatness and maybe they're not ready for it. Yeah. It's a big ask. To, it's a huge ask, but the responsibility, because I, I, I always say, you know, not taking on that success. I, I spin it the other way and say, I think it's honestly, at some levels also the most selfish thing you could do because the gifts that you have that others are needing from you, you're not willing to give, you just, you withhold them. And I think that's, you know, there's a, there's another side to that. I think it's really selfish. Because people, yeah. especially now, my gosh, do people need an amazing amount of help? Yes, and and if you're not out there shining your light and being amazing and taking up space in the world, then people are dying because they're not getting the message from yeah. you. They're not getting the inspiration from you. And I remember Anil Gupta talking about that. Yeah. And wow, like that puts things in perspective. Like. How, who am I to choose to shrink and allow people to not hear this message and to perhaps take their own lives because they're lost and sad and yeah. alone? Yeah, I think we're here to nurture. So, Stephanie, I appreciate you. It's been amazing having you back, and uh, we'll go again. We'll Sounds go good. again. I appreciate it. And again, your podcasts are. So get yourself optimized. Mm -hmm. So that's getyourselfoptimized.com and marketing speak, which is marketingspeak.com. And then my main uh, personal website is stephanspencer.com. Perfect. We appreciate you. And those of you out there, if you have any question, go to asklaurel.com. That's A-S-K-L-O-R-A-L, asklaurel.com. Ask any question, make a request. We have a team on there. Around the clock, we'll be right back to you. So uh, we'll, be being, we'll be back in touch. Talk next week on our podcast. So this is Laurel and you've been listening to my podcast. If you've enjoyed this, I have a couple things you can do that are completely up to you. Number one, take my quiz. Go to integratedwellsystems.com and take the quiz. You will find that there's one of four personalities, financial personalities we call them, that you're going to fall into. So as you take the quiz, it'll actually go through and identify, are you you know, uh, in stagnant cash flow, right? Are you overpaying taxes? Do you have debt issues? You know, are you a lifestyle junkie? Where are you? And then from there, it goes to a video that actually gives you some solutions on how to correct that problem. So again, go to integratedwealthsystems.com, take my quiz, and we'll go from there. Thanks for listening to the Real Money Talks podcast. Your host has been Laurel Langmire, author of five New York Times bestsellers, money expert on Dr. Phil, CNN, CNBC, The Street TV, Fox News, and The View. Want to learn more about off-Wall Street investing, tax strategies, and multi-million dollar business strategies? Visit liveoutloud.com slash podcast for past episodes, show notes, and resources. For some special wealth building gifts only for Laurel's podcast listeners, visit liveoutloud.com slash podcast gifts. 
Do you have a burning question for Laurel? Visit asklaurel.com to submit your question, and it may just be covered on a podcast episode. So stay tuned and be sure to subscribe to get new episodes every week.